from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my privilege today to introduce you to a colleague and, dare I say, a friend from right here in the Phoenix Valley. This is Chris Mulia. Chris, welcome to We Sing Our Faith. Hi, Julie. Thanks so much for having me. You know, it's been a while since we've had the opportunity to catch up, so I'm grateful for this week and the opportunity to spend a little time chatting with you about your music and your ministry and, and life. It seems like, you know, years go by and then all of a sudden we're given these great opportunities. So let's, let's jump in a little bit with our listeners and tell them what called you to be involved in music ministry to begin with in the Catholic faith. Gosh, you know, I, I can't say that I have a specific, uh, had a specific burning bush moment or a specific calling. All I can say is I converted to Christ at the age of uh, 19 in a non-denominational church. Not long after, I became Catholic, fully initiated Catholic, because mm-hmm. I was baptized Catholic, and I, you know, kind of came back to the church, would be the right way to say that. And, you know, I'm a musician, and just the, the church I was at, you know, they had a youth group and a youth band, and I got involved in that, and one thing led to another, and it's just sort of been what I do. That's Um, awesome. That's awesome. So it's been the gentle promptings of the Spirit, and, uh, you know, I have to say the music that you have shared within the Catholic community over the years has really been a blessing, and today we're going to share from two of your records, and so the first one that we're going to hear is from the record, This Is Life. Tell us, what was the muse of this project? What, uh, what, what started this one? Well, you know, I have five children. I've been married for 20 years. And uh, when we found out we were pregnant with our, uh, our fifth child, my wife was what they call advanced maternal age. And basically that just means that the doctors, you know, they, they sort of look for, for reasons to not get sued, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of what that means. So mm-hmm. the right way they tell you, you know, this could be a high-risk pregnancy. You know, there's risk of this defect or that defect. And they told us that our daughter uh, had a 75% chance of having Down syndrome. If she had three out of four markers, um, and then we should plan on that. One of the OBs actually brought up the topic of abortion with my wife. It was just really disturbing. Of course, that was her last appointment with that doctor. Amen. Um, <laughs> but I was really disturbed by the, the anti-life you know, sentiment that exists in the culture, and for the first time, I tasted it in a way that I never had before. I'm, you know, I'm pretty active in the church, and I, I, I know we, the, the Catholic Church, has a loud voice for pro-life issues. But this is the first time it really came home, and it, it just bothered me that that there was such a, uh, you know, an anti-life spirit about this pregnancy. Now, my daughter was born without Down syndrome, but either way, we were prepared to love her all the same. Right. Right. Oh. Wow. Wow. Another yeah. very. Uh, very stunning statistic that a lot of those children um, are aborted, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it is amazing to me the way that science, which is supposed to help us so many times, can create these huge, huge problems. As you know, it's it's such a continuing thing. When a woman is faced with something, I mean, pregnancy 
in this day and age, you would think it would be much more simplified, but it's almost like our society has gone the opposite on that. But um, what an incredible, what an incredible muse for a record. And this very first song, let's jump into it. We're going to take a, a listen out of the title track, and then we're going to come back and hear some, some more words from Chris. So this is entitled, This is Life. Love, these are the things I know because I'm blessed by you. Peace, joy, these are the things I know because I'm blessed by truth. I don't always understand the reason or the plan. This one thing I know for sure I'm blessed with love And when I get home from work today And I walk through the door There'll be a loving smile and a warm embrace Cause this is love and this is love And this is why it's worth the work This is what it means to be alive Test my faith, but in the end, there's always grace. And I don't always understand the reason or the plan. But this one thing I know for sure I'm blessed with love. And when I get home from work today, and I walk through the door, there'll be a loving smile and a warm. very nice. I, I love this song. You know, having the opportunity to sit and listen through the ones that we're sharing today, I always feel like I have the privilege of hearing the music before our listeners get to. But wow, this it's beautiful. And, and I want to go right to the next one, Lover of Life. This song is amazing. Tell us about this one. 
Oh, thanks, Julie. I, uh, that song I actually wrote for my grandfather, who was a musician himself. And my grandfather had a presence about him that was just like a magnet. You know, he was he was an encourager. He was just a, a beautiful human being. He always had a huge smile on his face. He found a way to turn every negative statement into something positive. And uh, when he passed away, um, I was asked to sing for his funeral. And the night before the funeral, I wrote this song uh, in his honor. So that's, that's where that song comes from. Oh, and what is his first name? Gene. Oh, beautiful. Well, to honor him, and as we, as we keep uh, the sweet repose of his soul in our prayer, let's listen as Chris sings for us, Lover of Life.
You know, that song really, you know, when I was first listening to it, I was almost thinking it was that you might be speaking about your mom or, or a mother's focus. But as you mentioned, it, it's your grandfather. I get that. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. And I like what you said that he could turn anything negative into a positive. I think we need more of that in our life. It, it seems. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, I, there's a great story about him that I'd love to share. Mm. Um, he, he died of cancer. When he was in his hospital bed, my son, Tom, uh, who's now 16, was just, he was really little. I think he was maybe five or six at the time. I was singing to my grandfather. I had my guitar, and I was singing song. And my son, Thomas, was tapping on the side of the table, or the, the bedside, you know, the metal rails. Mm-hmm. And the nurses uh, were kind of asking me to have him stop doing that because they didn't want to disturb their patient, you know. And my grandfather um, woke up. And he pointed his finger at my son, and he, had a good, he got a big smile on his face, and he goes, that boy has got rhythm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, you know, man, way to get it out of the park, Grandpa. You oh. know, you're going home to Jesus. Yeah. You're in a lot of pain, and you still got up and found a way to compliment a child. Oh. That was really cool. Oh, that's amazing. That That really is. It's beautiful. And they say as a person is dying, the last sense that we really have is our hearing. And so what a great gift to him for you to be there to sing for him and to uh, to kind of gently be that voice as he left this world to go home to the Lord. What a, what a blessing. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, one more from the record, This Is Life. And I'm so glad that you, uh, that you included this one, I Need a Savior. I love this song. I, I love the lyric in it. I love the way that it becomes very intimate, that God knows us. You know, he knows everything mm-hmm. about us. And... Uh, and loves us so much to give our heart the knowledge that we need Him as Savior. Tell us in your words about this song. Well, you know, I, I, all I can say is, I like to say, and I've used it in a, a couple of different songs now, um, the idea that I need God to save me from myself. Mm-hmm. That, that That's why I need a Savior, because of my own inclination to sin, my, my own inclination, you know, to stray. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really what I was trying to say there, that God knows everything I deal with inside and out. He counts every hair on my head. And despite all that, for some reason, He, he still allows me to, to follow Him. You know, still, <laughs> um, he's blessed me with a beautiful family and life, and you know, I'm grateful. And that's just my prayer, you know, Lord, save me from myself. You know, mm-hmm. help, me, uh, help me do the right thing. That, that's really what, what the song's about. Well, let's take a moment now for the next few minutes and uh, and just place ourselves in that beautiful mercy of Christ and allow him to peer into your heart and your mind today. And uh, let's just be blessed as uh, Chris sings for us, I Need a Savior. You know my desires 
You know, from the first song that we shared, This Is Life, you know, when you talk about walking through that front door (laughs) and just, you know, allowing God into every moment of our life from the moment of conception to where we are and every part of our journey, what a beautiful, what a beautiful record uh, this is life. And listeners, if you don't have Chris's music already, I can tell you, you're going to want to get this, this record, This Is Life. And, uh, of course, we are going to have a link at our website, uh, wesingourfaith.org. We will have a link to take you to Chris so that we can make this introduction fully connected today. Uh, so again, wesingourfaith.org is the site and then click on Chris's link that we're going to have there for you today. And now, Chris, we had a great catch up yesterday. Um, it, it's been a while and the new record that is just now out, brand new. Um, I love this record, Late Check In. Oh, Tell our listeners thanks. a little bit about it. I, I love this record. Oh, thanks, Julie. Um, well, I, I actually took a break from writing, recording and, and touring, took a break from music in 2012, and I did so because I just needed to be home. Um, I needed to be home with my wife and my five children. We had a lot of stuff going on, and we've made that decision together. And I decided that after a, a year or so, um, I just wasn't sure if I was going to do music anymore mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons. But what happened uh, with my last two CDs, and uh, I'll explain to your listeners here, um, I had the, the privilege and the blessing of recording those with some very talented producer, producers and musicians in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you've ever done that kind of thing, um, it's a really great experience. But you end up you know, kind of doing what they want to do, uh, and you end up with a great product. But to me, it kind of felt like it was somebody else's record in some ways with my voice on it. And I'm just mm-hmm. talking from a musical perspective. You know, Even though I'd written the songs, uh, I had ideas and things that I wanted to happen that I felt like didn't happen. You almost uh, get caught in that mechanism. Yeah. 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 And yeah. again, I want to be careful because it was a real blessing. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel blessed to have been able to work with a, a lot of these people. But but um, the, the takeaway for me was, you know, you're not good enough to do this yourself. And, and that was kind of a hard thing to walk away from. But that in and of itself was, was okay. I was okay with that. Um, but then that played in later as I was thinking about, would I ever go back to music again? A lot of those negative thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. was going through my head. You know, you're not good enough. You can't do this. And, you know, there's a name for that. And it's called victim thinking. Yeah, exactly. And you blame other things or other circumstances for your problems. And really the reality is that, you know, if you want to get better at something or, you know, you, know, you want to improve in a certain area of your life, whether spiritually or music or whatever, mm-hmm. you got to work at it. you got to make it a, an effort. And, you know, I was reading a lot of books for my other business that I own, and in every book it says, you know, if you think of yourself as a victim, you'll have limited success. And this, this applies to every area, not just business, but it applies mm-hmm. to your marriage and your spiritual walk with God and everything. And I began to think of that, and I thought, well, boy, I, I think I've been thinking that way with my music, and, and I need to look at that, and I need to check in and, and get honest about it and deal with it. And that's where the, the title comes from. Wow. Well, let's go to the first one on the list, um, Starting to Wonder, and then we're going to have Chris give us a few words on this one. So here we go. I missed my train I wasn't 
might have pulled away I felt a little tired so I closed my eyes Now I'm starting to wonder if maybe I missed my ride Having heard the song, Chris, tell us about this one. Well, um, like I said, I was going through this this point of questioning, you know, what's what's next, and mm-hmm. and have this unhealthy way of thinking. And I, I told my very good friend Brian uh, Cuban about it, who's a been a musician friend of mine for for many years, over twenty years. 
And he said some things to me, you know, challenged me in, in my way of thinking in regards to my, my calling, told me I was crazy, and, and some things that were hard to hear that day. Um, and I went home and began this song, uh, Starting to Wonder. And it's just basically, you know, I think a lot of people go through this in, in their life, and they, you know, maybe they have a family, and they are wondering what, you know, what else could have been, you know, if they weren't weighed down. And it's a very unhealthy way of thinking. Uh, it really is. And I believe it comes from the devil, actually. Uh, that's um, exactly. Go, yeah, go that's, ahead. yeah, that's it. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Truly, when I heard this, when I when I first heard the song play through, that is exactly what I was feeling. And especially on the heels of our conversation yesterday, it really, um, when the when the evil one wants to take away from us what we know God has placed in our life, it is, you know, and then sometimes we have to question the spirit, you know, is this from God or is this from another place? And right. that was exactly what I was feeling and what I was hearing when I when I heard this song. And honestly, it's going to take us right into the next one, which is there by the grace of God go I. Again, with this song, when we think of those, the brokenness that so many times we face in life, I have to tell you, I'm so very, very grateful that you have agreed to do the, a new, another record. <laughs> the break is always important, you know, to step back and whether it's a year or two or however much time we need to take, it's good to step back. But I have to tell you, after hearing this next song, There by the Grace of God Go I, I'm grateful to this. Um, I have a sister who's in uh, adult rehab uh, center right now. And uh, when I look at her life and I, I look at other people who are so close to me in my life and I look in the mirror <laughs> and I see where God has allowed me to stumble and fall and get back up. This song is, is just beautiful. Tell us in your words where this one came from and then we're going to take a listen to it. Sure. Um, I have a friend who had a, uh, a son overdose on drugs and I remember um, some of the reaction from, from other friends about their opinion of, of what happened. Mm-hmm. And it made me mad, to be honest, as I wrestled with um, the insensitivity that I was hearing from people and, and, the, and the haughtiness in a lot of ways uh, of, of how they, they stated their feelings. And I, I took that to prayer, and I thought, you know, there's, there's really not, there's not any difference between me and the, the person who's standing at the end of the street with the sign you know, looking for work or food or whatever, or someone who struggles with an addiction. Um, and it really remains a great mystery to me why the choices that I've made in my life have led me here. Mm-hmm. Why did I make those choices? Because God hasn't always been a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it could have easily went a different direction for me at any point in any time and still can't. So that's really uh, what, what that song's born out of, mm-hmm. you know. And, and recently Pope Francis uh, made the statement, who am I to judge? Amen. I didn't realize that he said that, by the way, until after I, I wrote this song and I was playing it somewhere and somebody asked me if it was about that statement. It's not, but I think it's interesting that, that his heart is there as well. What a you universal know? church we belong to, <laughs> the way the Holy Spirit ties all of us together in every yeah. place. So, Well, let's take a listen now as Chris sings for us, There by the grace of God go I. To the sinner and ashamed To the addict and afraid To the outcast, the lost and confused Maybe you're in the gutter Maybe you're in the pew 
Maybe you're locked up. Maybe you wear a suit. Who am I to judge the things you do? I am not better than you. Truly, there by the grace of God go I. <laughs> it really, I mean, what a what a beautiful. I mean, it's haunting. It's beautiful. It it has so many different elements inside of it, um, and and I love the comparative the comparative words that you use in your lyric on this. You know, whether we are the the homeless person on the street or or the the person in the suit dressed to the nines. You know, it's it's it really um, it really does make us stop and think every moment of our life. I, you know that my husband and I have shared a lot of our life with people and. Uh, when I think of the the lyric of this song, I think even of our marriage. You know, there by the grace of God, we are still married. There by 
by the grace yeah. of God, you know, I have a, a, a grandson who in many other circumstances I may not have had, you know, it's, um, right. there's so many things and it, it's just really a great reminder. So I, again, I'm grateful that, uh, that you stepped back and maybe stepping back is what caused this to, to go deeper because it really feels like, the lyric, the way that you've written this new record has come from a much deeper place. And, uh, I, and again, I'm just so grateful that you're sharing this with all of us. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and now, you know, thinking about what's going to be, I, I, I don't know how to use the right word. It seems like every year when we roll around to this week of January, the word anniversary it's almost like a, I, I almost don't want to use that word, but yet it is the, the appropriate word when we think about Roe versus Wade. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this week, we're looking at the, the, you know, another year where abortion is legal in this country, another year where maybe someone has not had the strength and the help that they need to go through an unplanned pregnancy. And this is taking us to your song, Will Somebody Stand? Tell us about this song. Yeah, so the song, um, Will Somebody Stand, is it's actually a, a real story that, that happened to my family. My daughter in her high school um, was approached by a, another girl in the foster system and was pregnant and was uh, trying to decide, um, you know, between, you know, keeping the baby and not keeping the baby. And we uh, were lucky enough to uh, be able to intervene and love her and walk with her, and um, she did have the baby. And she's, you know, been a great mother, and the child is a beautiful child, and we're we're so happy we we were able to be part of her life and still continue to be. Oh wow, wow! Well, let's take a listen now as Chris sings for us. Will somebody stand? Only 17, her heart is full of dreams. She was trying to fill the emptiness inside. She's only 17, the world is crashing down, and it feels like this is the end of her life. Will somebody stand? somebody hold her hand Will somebody say It's not a mistake Will somebody walk with her Will somebody talk with her Will somebody tell her that life Worth more than the price she could pay To make this go away She's only seventeen Nowhere to run or hide To escape the condescending fire only 17 This is gonna make or break her Set her free or haunt her For the rest of life Will somebody stand? 
dollars the price she could pay. A few hundred dollars, all that it takes. A few hundred dollar mistake. Will somebody stand? Will somebody hold her hand? Will somebody say? Not a mistake. Will somebody walk with her? Will somebody talk with her? Will somebody tell her that life is worth more than the price she paid to make this go? Back in December, just last month, I, I had the privilege of doing a couple of parish missions in Nebraska, in, in Omaha. And there is a fantastic ministry there called Materfilius. And I want to make sure that they have this recording <laughs> because that song, it, it comes from such a, as you say, it's a real experience that you've had in life shared with a family member. And sometimes when we have that experience, as many of our listeners know, I went through a journey with my daughter when she was only 20. Um, and, and we've had so many different experiences of life choices. And, uh-huh. um, and this place, they, they honor the, the life that a woman carries. They honor that life in the womb from conception till, you know, till natural death. But the work that Materfilius does began in Mexico and it truly looks at the Blessed Mother to be that, uh, strength and that source of grace for women who are expecting regardless of how they became pregnant. And uh, what a great reminder, especially this week, that we are all called to to be a source of grace, that it's it's very, you know, it's easy to say, let me put my my check in the basket to help somebody work, you know, to help someone's work go right. forward. But if we're not physically going to be there, I think we really need to look into our own lives and say, how is this still happening in this day? You know, how is abortion right. still legal? Um, thanks for and, that reminder. Yeah, another thing to keep in mind, too, I think is specifically in this issue, is that the world doesn't care about our teaching. Mm-hmm. They don't care about what the Catholic Church teaches about this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but the world will always respond to is love. Amen. So when we come across these people in this situation, I know that so many of these organizations, like the one you spoke about, mm-hmm. meet these women with authentic love, right. based on the convictions of our church, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right, it's so important to, to actually walk mm-hmm. and, and get down in the gutter with people and love them through it and out of it. Yeah, well, that's a great reminder. So, And our time is going so quickly. We have two more that we want to get to. This next one, It's Not About You. Simple lyric, great song. Tell us about this one. Well, my wife and I have this saying um, where, you know, I, I'm sure that I started it where if I come home in a bad mood and she'll say, you know, what's your deal? I'll say, <laughs> it's not about you. I promise it's not about you. So 
And really what that song is about is, in a way, it's, it's acknowledging this behavior, and it's not okay. It's not okay for, for us to, to climb inside ourselves and dwell on something that was uh, said to us or done to us at any point in our life. And then, you know, other people have to walk around on eggshells wondering what the heck's wrong with us, right? <laughs> and there's a great saying I heard um, that if you're happy, you ought to let your face know about it. And, <laughs> and for me, I have to do that because I have this face that's kind of naturally frowning and uh, people ask me, oh, are you mad? You know, and I'm not mad at all. But for me, it requires an effort. I, you know, tell my face, tell your face you're happy. You know? so, <laughs> that's a great And I know some people, some people have to do that, too. And that, that's really what that song is about. Oh, I like it. Well, let's all take a look in the mirror today <laughs> and take a little uh, face check and make sure that what we are sharing with those, especially those that we walk through the front door and face, that they have a, that they see a smile on our face. But let's take a listen now as Chris sings, It's Not About You.
not about you. It's not about you. Believe me when I tell you it's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about you. Believe me when I tell you it's not about you. Please believe me when I tell you it's not about you. Believe me when I tell you it's not about you. That is great. That's great. And thank you for for telling us where that one came from. Um, I think I have a very similar face. <laughs> uh, I have to remind myself that normally mine is not when I'm walking through my front door. I think my face when it needs the biggest check is when I'm boarding an airplane. Um, I uh-huh. tend to get a little cranky. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right, listeners, again, thank you for taking the time to be with us. A reminder that you can visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That is the website. And today, of course, we will have the link for Chris so that you can get in touch with him and his beautiful music, as well as his website direct, which is www.chrismulia.com. And that is C-H-R-I-S-M-U-G-L-I-A.com. And now, Chris, we're going to go to the last song, Can I Be Saved? Tell us what this one is about. Sure. It's um, uh, the idea that, you know, the, the Amazing Grace, you've probably heard that mm. before, you know, that that is saved a wretch like me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, um, Can I Be Saved? Um, let me start by just uh, reading you a little bit of the lyric, and that's, If the Son of God died on a wooden cross for me, what does it mean? Mm-hmm. If He gave His life, if He was sacrificed for me, what does it mean? Can I be saved? Can I be forgiven? Can I find rest for my soul? I, I believe that, that the world is longing to know that answer mm-hmm. uh, and crying out, amazing grace, how sweet that sounds. But, but can God save a wretch like me? Mm-hmm. And I include myself in the world, by the way, because there are days that I wonder if, uh, if God's going to save me, right? And that's, all, and that's part of our, our Catholic faith and tradition. We don't presume that we're saved. We, exactly. we hope we're saved. And we we pray those prayers and mass, and we don't we don't make statements that we're saved, mm-hmm. and that's really what what this song is born out of. And the answer to that question, of course, is, is yes, yes, Jesus can uh, heal us, save us, uh, particularly in this life, um, and, and and bring us new life of joy and peace, uh, freedom from our sins, like we've never known. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really what this song is about. It's about this life. That, that's the angle that I took with it. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, to take us to the top of the hour, Chris is going to sing from his newest record, Late Check-In, Can I Be Saved?
does it mean? Can I be saved? Can I be forgiven? Can I find rest for my Again, Chris, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. Um, I'm very, very honored to introduce you to our, our listeners on the Guadalupe Radio Network, as well as our folks in Kentucky and Alaska and elsewhere in the country. And uh, uh, the record is ready now, so they can buy that at your site as well as download, I'm assuming? Yes, it's available um, you know, at iTunes and online and and they can go to bruceCrisp.com. That's a little easier to spell to, to get the album. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Well, listeners, again, thank you for taking the time to be with us. And, uh, again, that website, WeSingOurFaith.org. The toll-free number is 1-888-880-MUSIC. And until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Boldly proclaiming the truths of our Catholic faith. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. 
Do you want a faith-filled Catholic community where your child will thrive? Discover Immaculate Conception Catholic School in Denton, where your child will receive the very best spiritual foundation, along with excellence in education. ICCS serves 250 students ages 3 through 8th grade. Whether it's living the rosary, the celebration of the Mass, or the formation of saints, scholars, musicians, and athletes, Our Lady School is the place to be. For more information, call 940-381-1155 to arrange a tour or visit catholicschooldenton.org. Claritas is a Catholic men's group that meets quarterly to celebrate our rich Catholic heritage. The evening starts with a whiskey-tasting, cured meats, and cigars before an inspiring talk by an engaging Catholic speaker. Dress is coat and tie. Claritas's next gathering is Thursday, August 19th in downtown McKinney. If you know a committed Catholic man aged 18 and over that may be interested in attending, more information is available at the website claritas.page or email claritas1917 at gmail.com. KTH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, and the participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website, emersononharvesthill.com. The fall season is not that far away. Mark your calendars because on October 10th, St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Carrollton will be holding its annual Autumn Fest. There will be games like bingo and cakewalk. There will be an auction for prize baskets. A car showcase, delicious food, and all sorts of entertainment is also included. It's been a long year, and be sure to stop by and have a good time. For more information, visit stcatherine.org. Para Car Care is a proud sponsor of KATH 910AM. Here at Para Car Care, we are devoted to automotive maintenance and repairs for today's family on the go. Are you looking for that personal touch? Someone who will listen to your problem and give you options that are manageable for you? We now have two locations to serve you. For the Euless area, 817-685-2222. And for the North Richland Hills area, 817-281-1388. We're on the web at paracarcare.com. Thank you and drive safely.